known each other for four what years. What are you talking about? <laughs> you've changed. <laughs> I haven't changed. You've changed. Sorry, Stella can't come to the phone right now. Oh my god. Because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes, everyone. <laughs> oh my god, this movie had so much things. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe you just Taylor Swift. I that's Taylor Swift and everywhere in this it's all over the rug. Welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes, like Daryl said. I'm just reiterating. It's all good. Uh, how are you doing, Tenna? Man, I took a nap. I had a very long, productive, not productive day. I like hiked for hours on end, and it was hot. And here I am. It was hot as fuck today. It was so hot. I made the mistake of wearing a hoodie and doing improv in the park. I just want to go get you a big. Do you do you need a night shirt? I, I'm cool. I I used to wear a night shirt when I was younger. I have a I have a, a tank on under this. You got but a tank? Do you look like? Yeah, but you don't want these man titties flopping everywhere. I mean, only if you're comfortable having your man titties. I'm comfortable having my man titties out, but I know other people aren't, and it's not that I know people <laughs> aren't used to having man titties out, but you don't want to uncover that box. I will be real with you. Mango's only been used to lady titties, and he's been known to be rude around titties. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, no, I definitely don't want. I feel like he'll eventually, he's like, all this hard work of him respecting your space will turn into him like, what's your name is? <laughs> be like, hey, shawty, <laughs> them titties looking thick. They put my paws on them bitches. <laughs> casual knife, casual knife. Let me knead them titties. No, <laughs> but enough about titties and, and cats. Let's We're talking dogs We're talking and clothes because this is one of our special side episodes we're doing. Uh, we watched Cruella together. Mm, it was so good. And guess what? Hey, we paid $30 on Disney Plus. It's ours forever. For 30 days. No, it's it's actually ours. Forever? Yeah. That's legit. I didn't know it was forever, forever. I, I didn't I realize it was, it was forever, forever either. I, was like, I thought it was only like two weeks. Fuck. Man, they need to get, they need, man, they just need to go ahead and. I'm not all the way get rid of movie theaters, but they need to now learn their new place. Because what have what have we been doing Netflix and Hulu for? Anyway? I could see like Netflix and or Disney teaming up to basically make their own like versions of movie theaters. So basically, they'll probably buy out something like the big name brand. What is, what's the names of movie theaters around here? AMC. AMC. And all, that's like, like the big one. Because think about it, like. It's just like the uh, the concept of what Starbucks said, hey, you can have our coffee at your house, but this could be like a vice versa. You're like, hey, we're always in your house if you would like. We actually have our own building set up, and like they could just have like that set up for people to come check out movies whenever. Oh, my God. That's genius. I feel bad for AMC, though. <laughs> like, oh. I just want to go to other places to see movies rather than AMC. Like, I'll go back into a movie theater, but I want a better experience. Like, that's been the whole reason. Have we been you know, fucking up and not going to the drive-in drive yet? Drive-in is the shit. I'm trying to... I need to go to the drive-in at least four times before um, before August. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Like, it. That's I love the drive-in so much. I haven't been to the one here. It's great. It's I need great. To. I, I would have loved. I honestly wouldn't have mind seeing this movie on like a big, big screen, screen, like at the drive-in. That would have been cool. It was. It was very, very visually lovely. Um, if I had to combine without giving, you know what? I'm just gonna give you the loads of movies that I saw in this movie. Off the bat, obviously, we have the Joker, 
like the most recent like Joaquin Phoenix Joker, that vibe. Um, then we have a little bit of like, what's her face? Um, ooh, you remember when Michelle Pfeiffer was Catwoman mm-hmm. and it was perfect? That vibe. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of a Devil Wears Prada. A little bit of Ocean's Eleven. It's a lot. I know. And I'm not even done. There's like at least one more in there. Oh, and also uh, the Slim Shady music video by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I... I get why a lot of folks and a lot of like press was trying to call this like the female Joker just because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like a new take or like an, an alternate take on Cruella. But like it felt more like Maleficent to me where yes, it was yes, like, yes, 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 it was more like Sorry. where it could have been like a prequel could have been an alternate take. I honestly feel like as a movie, though, chef's kiss. Yeah, I personally don't watch a lot of like, you know, I'm. I'm getting older. My brand's changing some. I'm not all the I'm not all the way the same sort of like Disney kid I grew up to be. Like I was mad Disney Channel, uh, Helly Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is really my only avenue for Disney anymore. Like other than that, I really don't know a lot. Like 101 Dalmatians, I feel like is one of the ones I saw the least. And it's not because I had any beef with it. It's just I don't want to watch dogs get possibly murdered. I just didn't know what the fuck was it was about besides dogs trying to dodge this fucking Glenn, besides dogs dodging Glenn Close or in the cartoon. Like, well, like why that crackhead trying to eat them babies? It's literally, yeah, like I, I don't know shit about this movie the, the original 101 Dalmatians except there are 101 of them bitches. Like apparently Pongo and Perdita were fucking uh, That's the yes. only thing I know about. That's exactly <laughs> like, what happened. So based off the cartoon, just a quick rundown. All right. So Roger and Anita, they have like they met had a really fun like meet cute with their Dalmatians. Their Dalmatians fucked a plethora at times. And Anita's like boss at the time is uh Cruella DeVille. And Cruella's like, oh my God bitch um i love your design she's like "Mm, bitch that's mine she comes to her house to be like bitch bitch and she sees all her dogs she's like spots bitch she's like stop stop looking at my dogs like that she's like bitch i'm gonna eat i'm gonna steal those dogs actually let me pay give you money for those dogs she's like no she's like i'm gonna steal those dogs so she has two like henchmen and their little dogs try to steal a bunch of these dogs and a lot, and yeah, it's 101 down in Michigan. I'm telling you right now, the movie we watched together is way more fucking interesting than the movie you just way described. Way more. To me. Like, <laughs> I, to me, this is what it must feel like for like non superhero people to go see Marvel movies for the first time. And they <laughs> just are like, so, so he's, so he's from the 40s and he's moved back here fascinately. And he's, and, and this guy's a robot, but he's not a robot. You got to enjoy but, it as a movie. Yeah, I got to just enjoy this as a movie, which I love doing anyway. But it's, it, it's, it was interesting not going in with like the canon of the story. So, yeah. um, as a movie, I really enjoyed it. There, well, there was a lot. Well, Let's break down this cast some first. So Go first, before you get break down that cast, I will say I think the reason people have such like it's the female Joker vibes because you see one shot of Emma Stone hanging off the sides of a vehicle, which she does more than once in this movie, and she's just laughing in the wind because that's how you know you're on your Joker shit and you're maniacal. Continue. No, I. Uh, so let's get. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a little bit of the uh, info besides, you know, they. You know, it's. Yeah. It came out this year. It's got Emma Stone. Everyone that that was like the main thing. I feel like someone saw a picture of Emma Stone and was like, "You look like Glenn Close." And then someone was like, oh, "Yo, 
you know, a Glenn Close movie we can do. I think they saw all the fun, silly faces she's made over the years. They're like, who does her remind me of? Oh, hell yeah. She's a villain. I got it. And so I, I think like that's where that, you know, came from. And then, you know, obviously I feel like it's the, the era of, you know, we're, we're doing, we did Maleficent that we have Joker. Now we have Cruella, uh, I'd 100% would be down for a fucking Hades movie. That shit would be lit as oh fuck. Oh, my God. If, if this is the trend we're going for, I would love Disney thong. Go ahead and throw out a Hades movie. Add in some... Didn't James Wood play at Hades? Yeah, we could change that. This is li- oh, live yeah. action Hades. Who's gonna, who would play live action Hades real fast? Live action 80s. Right now, I can... Uh, <laughs> oh, I already got one. I got one. Joel McHale. Yes, actually. Joel McHale or honestly, Ryan Reynolds. I was like, I, that'd be fun. I was like, Ryan Reynolds would be fun. He would. Just because I need more, I need more Deadpool bits. Or the <laughs> Just, guy that played Vaughn. Like Theo Vaughn? No, from Community. Oh, Eric Christian Olsen. Like, wow, you're the old. He's got tiny nipples. He does improv. <laughs> He's really talented. <laughs> he was also in Not Another Teed Movie. He also was in that remake of, well, the prequel of Dumb and Dumber. But he was not in this movie. He could get it. Uh, okay. So, so Cruella came out in this year, 2012. Uh, 20, sorry, <laughs> not 2012. Hi, I'm partially dyslexic, and I've never told anyone. So uh, partially. Yeah. I'm only a quarter dyslexic. Just like with numbers. So it's, it came out in 2021, PG-13. This movie was about it's two hours and 14 minutes. Directed by uh, Craig Gillespie. Uh, Craig Gillespie has also done uh, I, Tanya, Lars and the Real Girl. Both so good. Uh, he's also done uh, Million Dollar Arm, another Disney movie. Uh, like, just so so much, like, so good much shit. good stuff. So yeah. Much good stuff. So we, like I said, this cast, so good. We got Emma Stone as Estella. Uh, and I like how in the credits she's still she's billed as Estella and Cruella like fucking Bruce Wayne and Batman yeah (laughs) Um, we got Emma Thompson who is the Baroness who's the sort of who's the antagonist if you will of the movie um got an ass I don't quit (laughs) uh yeah we got we got Joe Joel Fry's Jasper Paul Walter uh Hauser um as Horace uh John McCree is Artie Emily Beecham as Catherine slash the maid. And also we had we had some uh Mark Strong as John the Valet, who was essentially just the uh the Baroness's right hand man. And we had Kirby Howell Baptiste as Anita Darling. And we had uh Kayvan Novak as Roger. It was a very, very fun cast. Now, I think we we were talking about this earlier. With this movie, this is this is where I'm a. This is where I think we're, we should start start with it. This movie had a two hundred million dollar budget, and there were no fucking Avengers in it. <laughs> 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 it was so expensive. I think obviously the they had to use CGI for the animals because there's new um, animal rights laws, mm-hmm. so they can't work as often. So. I think it oddly costs more to CGI an animal. It was a fair, yeah, it was a fair amount of like obvious CGI. Yeah. Like, like some, like it almost looked like PowerPoint editing where you just clearly put some clip art next to your paragraph. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what it kind of looked like in a few scenes where um, they would be in their hideout together. Not like the, Bella the, Swan's baby 
like no 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 the dog the dogs still look great it was just kind of like oh that's the cgi you edited this it's like it's like it just looks like someone didn't size it correctly or they didn't put the shadow somewhere right or something like that it just very clearly is like this is not you need to put this down two pikas on the screen or two we, we did on the our screen. best we also paid for a lot of sh- um, shots of chanel and all of the music oh yeah so the, I, that's where i was gonna so yeah the the 200 million i feel like it mainly went to the the fashion and the music because holy fuck there's so much name brand designer and popping 70s music so much fucking and it's just anytime the shot changes and you're like like yes every time the shot changed to establish the mood it was always just like immediate boom we're gonna drop this song boom next scene we're that gonna nina drop this simone song. song comes on when you go into the baroness's house you're like yeah that's a sexy song and do, wait who's the actress that plays the baroness again say her name again emma thompson dude she had a thick old bun <laughs> like she's beautiful i'm like oh my god step on my neck you eat. but like don't because you're an evil cunt like i i was shocked at how much just energy people were giving in this movie you know and also yeah. i was just just but i think it also helped because of the music you know they mm-hmm. with disney you know being able to front these pockets you know they're able to help very much establish the vibe that they're wanting to get and then when they put the actual right actors in that vibe they're just let and get to just let them go like everyone was on their top game it was so good it felt yeah it felt very dope um speak <laughs> so uh i know we're, we're we're not super in getting into it yet but um well I'll, I'll i'll just save it i'll just save it so we'll we can get into storyline the storyline of the movie so essentially it is an origin story or like a backstory movie to this bitch who killed puppies which I, yeah to this to, spoiler to this, no dogs die yeah there are no there are no dead dogs in this movie so white america can, you can chill the fuck out what well, apparently you haven't <laughs> anyway which we'll, we'll get to there's a whole website dedicated to like if a dog dies in a movie that's the it's on the like this website make sure to list it and that way you can avoid it and disney is not shy from killing animals i saw fox and the hound and I saw Bambi. I've seen a lot of movies where they want to kill a critter friend, and I'm not gonna have it. The white side of me is not gonna have it. It's like let me talk to your manager. People lose their mind when Mufasa die. Not having it. Don't kill my dad's. I don't have one. What? <laughs> he was king. Uh, uh, okay, let's start. Okay. So yeah, so the movie is it, it starts off with Estella as a child and being born, and she has. This black and white hair, much akin to how you see Cruella Deville, you know, in, alopecia in pictures. <laughs> alopecia. That's alopecia. <laughs> she she's she's got that black and white Shoto Todoroki hair for all the anime watchers. It's actually an origin story of um, Sia. <laughs> like, I'm not the only person that said that. I'm not going to be the last. I want a skin from the Dalmatian. <laughs> and that voice is like really pretty her voice your voice oh my it's fine okay i can't handle compliments it's okay (laughs) he did great but also okay she's got the sia hair she's already like i am pretty unique i think this baby came out just like recognize my moment i just scared my cat (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like baby estella turning into young estella like she was it was very much almost like 
Project Runway. I wanted her to bully Angelica Pickles. Like, if there was somebody that could have <laughs> bullied Angelica Pickles, like, well, it was definitely young Cruella DeVille. Like, Jesus, like, every day. She was just, they had her showing up, like, just every new, uh, you know, reason to go to the principal's office in the office. And then... Uh, headmaster. She, yeah, the headmaster was getting ready to kick her out, but the mom withdrew her. You know, she... Uh, trying to save face so she can, you know, get into into better schools and whatnot. But she's like, you know what? You ain't going to give my kid shit for being herself and also sticking up for herself because Corella was like not fucking having it. She's full of fashion and she keeps getting bullied by these two jabronis. And she honestly had like some hero vibes there too. Oh, for like, sure. She had, she was rescuing her, her, her black friend. And uh, she's fabulous. <laughs> The way she says it, I'm like, she says it the way most white people who have one black friend, they're like, my friend who's black. Fabulous. You're like, yes, you have a friend. And she eventually, so her mom is, you know, she's been taking care um, of Estella and they eventually end up at this ball that is held by the Baroness. We don't know whose ball this is yet. But it is hers. And the uh, well, so before then, she meets these two kids, Estella. She meets um, young versions of uh, her of her adult friends that, you no, know, no, 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 you're no, getting no, no. ahead of yourself. I am getting ahead of myself. Okay, like, I really like this movie. It was Sorry. really good. No, I think the whole time during this movie, I kept like saying, oh, my God, this movie is so good. This movie is so good. OK, so she gets Estella gets kicked out of school. Her mom's like, fuck, you know what? Hell no. I withdraw you. She's like. Well, no, I kicked her out. No, I got this. Her mom just loves her so much and wants her to be herself. So she's like, all right, we're going to have to go somewhere. Stella's like, bitch, where? She's like, I got to go ask a friend for some help. So she takes her to this gala and she's like, I need you to chill in the car for a little bit. Please don't go anywhere. And at the time, um, oh, little pre-gamer, she found a dog. Like during these like heavy days where she kept getting yeah, how could I? Oh man, how could I? How could I the the dog? CGI dog who's just like the most cutest little thing ever. Um, anywho, so Estella and the dog wait in the car while uh, Estella's mom goes to talk to um, which we you already spoiled it, but also if you haven't seen the movie, sorry you suck. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, spoilers all on like, this bitch. I was like, if you haven't if you haven't been listening to the side episodes by now, we spoil shit very early. Very quickly. But like you kind of hear a mumbled cuz they do that movie thing where it's just kind of blur blurred, but you're following Estella going through this party, but what you hear is an over here is a conversation. And that is um please we just need some money. I need to like she's been having some trouble and it cuts to you just hear a whistle and then you just see these like Oh, yeah, because Estelle's getting chased out of this party because she got discovered. Right, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we got to get yeah, this baby yeah. out of here. And I think they recognized who she was because they still know her as this, like, little... Oh, wait, I can't get... Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, but no, essentially... No, but yeah, so the... the, the you hear the, the whistles, are like the Dalmatians chasing, run, yeah. they're chasing Estella, and but then... But they're not chasing Estella. Well, you, 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 well yeah, we already low-key kind of have been spoiling stuff but we think they're chasing Estella um, and then she gets outside and then the dogs keep running past her and they knock her mom off of this fucking A balcony fucking cliff 
Like, like the dogs just run up to Estella's mom and just boop her in the chest and just like, you just got chicked in your chest. <laughs> like, that's how, the, that's how the Dalmatians essentially do to, to her mom. They do boop her. And it's really funny that they like, they booped and they bounced the other direction. They're like, I'm not going to fall. Okay. So we see that Estella's mom dies. She's like, oh, fuck. That's my bad because those dogs were chasing me. And oh, no. So she has to go run with her puppy. Somehow this dog is resilient. It's just like, I, I got it. You can hold on to me. It'll be fine. I'll survive. And she keeps getting chased. And she's just so sad. So she ends up at a water fountain. And she just sleeps there for the night. Because she doesn't know what to do. It's like really sad. And then that's when the kids show up. That's when those kids. Yeah, the next morning she like sees these two little boys are pickpockets. And they're like stealing change out of this water fountain. And they're just like, oh, God, be an English and orphans. Stealing money. That's honestly... (laughs) Not far off from how they sounded in the movie. British Stranger Things. They these two little kids. They're supposed to be Jasper and Horace, which I didn't put together that they were like her people from One Hundred One Dalmatians until like damn near three quarters through the way because I was like, right, I haven't seen this movie. I can't remember but, which is which. Uh, Jasper is little Bruno Mars. So like when I first saw him on screen, I was like, who is who who got doo wops and hooligans? Bruno Mars. It hit him with a motherfucking shrink ray. <laughs> I was like, because it, it was uncanny. Um, and then he grows up to basically be one of the guys from Flight of the Concords. <laughs> uh, and they essentially become a, a, a gang together, like a some riffraff, riffraff, street rat, scoundrel, take that type shit. Wrong Disney movie, but the same vibe. Ha- like, but the way they like pickpocket people money, it's only very synchronized because uh, so Horace, who's the short round one, who's played by the actor who was in I, Tanya, who basically plays the same person in all his movies. He's just uh, Paul Walter Hauser. His eyes are perpetually stoned. But he has a little dog named Twink who's got one eye and Twink. And like, so Twink is definitely Horace's familiar. And I forget the name of her dog. I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to find her dog's name in, in the, in here. But they were both like, nah, this little girl's got to go. We're going to steal her money. And she's like, oh, hell no. Don't steal my shit. They're like, well, fuck. And she's like, my mom died and I have nobody. They're like, well, be part of our gang. And they kind of grow up to be Ocean's Eleven, but of pickpocketing, pickpocketing, pick, help, pickpocketing, robbing, thieving, hitting licks, stains. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) hitting licks. (laughs) I I didn't mean to giggle like a honky, but it does make me laugh. But yeah, so we then see. uh, Okay, so they've been pickpocketing, pickpocketing. They've been stealing shit for a hot minute, and they're like, you know what, baby girl, you deserve something better. So um, Jasper mm-hmm. finds a job job for her at this place that, like, the this the the fashion icon lady by Baroness owns. It's like it's like Bloomingdale's of whatever they live mm-hmm. at. They're in London, so yes, yeah, so this and it's during the the seventies, the seventies, the early seventies, like after the sixties, after Andy Warhol. It's expensive, and she gets a job because it has this one shot. From the entering the store to the very bottom of the the building in the basement, and it's just like, oh, she, you know, they implied in the beginning that she got a job being working in fashion, but she got a job like cleaning. It's hey, sad. that's fun the door, man. Exactly. So basically, you kind of see that she's like, I'm gonna work my way up and up, and she's kind of just gonna just get like. 
getting disgruntled because she keeps harassing like the main manager of that store. She's like, oh, hey, I have some ideas. Oh, hey, you probably shouldn't like put that display together because it looks like shit. She doesn't say it like that, but she keeps trying to get his attention. He's like, fuck off and die. But then one night she's like had about a fuck enough. She just like wants to share her ideas because she extreme as hell because don't forget, this is Cruella. She is a drag queen, basically. So so yeah, and, and at this point, so so at this point when she's working at this job, um, it's now Emma Stone. So at first it was the it was little girl Estella, and now oh, yeah. Estella's an adult. Like cause they and she dyes uh, her hair red. Because they were gonna rob like they were gonna rob the Baroness, I wanna say, and they she just knew that the, the stain went bad. The stain went south, and they were like, they're, "We're gonna know who they're gonna see who she is because she has this very, very signature, distinct. distinct hair." So she dyes it red, which I love the transition where she dyes her hair red. Like she puts the she dyes her hair black at first, and then like you know puts her head in the sink and then pops back up and it's red and it's Emma Stone. I was like, oh, "Yes, <laughs> that's the Emma Stone bangs red hair." Bangs. Deep eyes. Deep Big, piercing eyes. The biggest eyes. Um, I'm pretty sure um, Michelle Pfeiffer, unrelated, um, walked so other girls with big eyes could run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was watching uh, Ichi's, Ichi's, I'm dying, Witches of Eastwick earlier. It's got like a uh, Eaches of Wistwick. <laughs> <laughs> so Witches of Eastwick real fast has like Michelle Pfeiffer in it and she's just hella fine in it. And I was just thinking, wow, your eyes are big. Anywho. So Emma Stone's a redhead now. And oh yeah, she is at the store. Yeah, she's at the store. Goes completely uh, bazonks. Bazonks. And <laughs> <laughs> this is when the character goes bazonks. And ends up one evening because she she uh, she ends up staying uh, to work. You know be, because of the dickhead boss, and she just gets trashed and redesigns the front window display like a fucking drunk dad. He's like, I'm gonna rearrange the living room. no it's fine no i can move a couch darren you think i'm not a man i can't get erections anyway (laughs) shout out community our last (laughs) community episode (laughs) and when the and the next day the baroness shows up because it's 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 showing you know off the baronesses real quick before uh, we go to the baroness Mm -hmm. like i really love how like she's drunk as fuck in that display window it looks tight as hell she made it look amazing she took a bunch of newspaper and made this dress into more ruffles and when they wake her up she's like oh what the fuck oh that dress does look better now like she got reminded she's like oh yeah i did that she's like whole whole different version of her recognized that thanks drunk me it looked lit (laughs) Um, and so when the Baroness shows up the next day, you know, her boss is trying to fire Estella at that point. But the Baroness is like, this is the best thing that's been in the window in 10 years. And then they end up hiring her um, as she's getting kicked out of the store, which I think is hilarious. He, oh, my God. The Baroness's side boy, who isn't the bald guy who helps her out. He ha- she has this like, I don't know how to describe this Ken doll. He is nervous. He is pure anxiety. And this guy's acting Daryl, the entire movie was enamored by the guy that plays her side, like her side guy. Mm-hmm. He like gives the business card to Emma Stone and puts. She's like, he's like, where do I? She's like, teeth, teeth, and puts it in her teeth. But yeah, Jeffrey, uh, played by Andrew Lung. He kept or Lung or Lung, L E U N G. I just love his faces. He creates a scene. He yeah, he's he. Gave himself dialogue through facial expressions. It was fun, and he's very mu- he's very much memorable just <laughs> off of like 
he he is as he is as puzzled at certain things as the audience is, and it's great. <laughs> okay, so um, so she ends up. I think it cuts so, to eventually her first day there. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of scenes also where the movie will cut back to the sort of hideout that Estella, Jasper, Horace, and the dogs have, and. And okay, so, anyway, so yeah, to- they always cut back to these uh, scenes like multiple times throughout the movie where they just it, it's like they go back there for Jasper to sort of talk sense into Estella or like be the voice of reason. It's where they're all it's where they plan out their schemes. But then like if somebody's going to say something like if anybody has something important to say, it's going to be Jasper uh, trying to he is be- definitely the rational bitch of the group. He's just like, hey, we can't be. He's the mom of the group. He's like, I, I look like Bruno Mars. I can't just be out here acting renegade like the rest of you. Like, <laughs> that's a really good British accent. It's not. It's <laughs> like, Cockney. I don't. I don't take compliments. Well, um, hey, you're handsome. Stop. <laughs> fuck you. I'm not Mango. Well, fuck you. Like, you quit, wish you were Mango. Quit treat me like Mango. Hey, hey! I will always tell you you're handsome. You dumb butt. Treat me like I'm human. Bitch, first off, that Hey. This hey. is a fight. This is this is this is Cruella magic vibes instead of Estella <laughs> magic vibes. I'm Daryl. I do want to take a compliment from my friend who regularly gives me compliments. You're fine. I don't handle it well. Well, keep faking it. I had if I if I was an anime character, I'd have like one huge sweat drop on my forehead. <laughs> And then the background will be gone. And it would just be all dark lines. And then the music would be like. And I would just be like, oh, it can't. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So Cruella's first day at working for the Baroness's house. She goes inside. And also the beginning. Of a of beautiful friendship. Begins. <laughs> oh, Michael Caine. <laughs> and, uh, and so over the. <laughs> Oh my god! When you crack yourself up, shut up. <laughs> so when you, so over over the course of, um, you know, the weeks and the months working there, her and the Baroness Estella and the Baroness end up just getting Bonding. this relationship. They they bond. Um, they're developing great rapport, and the Baroness even starts like taking Estella's like. She, you could tell that she, you could. She wanted her opinion. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, someone else. Like, her opinion mattered to the Baroness. Because it makes the, her brand look a hundred times better than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, I feel like they bond the way that, um, like, people who do Vogue, Vogue like, like competitions, like, bond. Like, mm-hmm. lots of sass, lots of drama, lots of backhanded compliments, lots of long, deep stares. There's, it's a lot, of, yeah, it's a lot of that unspoken steam. It's like a passive aggressive dad who doesn't talk the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I and I love a lot of and I love their chemistry so much. Like so oh and, and so just with those stairs, Estella is working in the Baroness's like fashion house. So there's like everyone is you know, the movie's based in this sort of world of fashion where you know, you have the head designer and you have all their teams and everyone's trying to come up with designs to make the house look better. And that's sort of the not undertone, but 
the main sort of way that we're taking uh, a look into Cruella's, you know, personality and like and, and, and the, the other sort of secret world we're learning about um, as opposed to just puppies. And it's so crazy because you see like part part of you so during the movie is like, well, the Baroness isn't even designing th- any anything herself. She's just getting designs from everyone up up, up underneath her. Um, but, you know, they also make sure that you see like, oh, the, the Baroness made this one and this one and this one. And she's still drawing and has things. But she definitely. She's um, the Calvin Klein of the England world. I don't know. It, <laughs> <laughs> the fashion world. She's. Uh, well, she she really is like she's supposed to be like this sort of like Anna Wintour type uh, uh, of person, but like ev- like extra evil uh, Disney Disney evil Anna Wintour. And when they're having their big fashion reveal, the last design that she gets, she takes from Estella like a like, hoe. Like Estella was sort of it, it. It was honestly some Kanye shit. Where like I'm gonna let you finish. Where, where like she was Estella was holding all the best designs for herself, and she was drawing working out in the alley, and then she had her goon like her goons go over and take it. Her goons, yeah, just motherfucking ran up on her, and they end up. Uh, she literally takes like her best design and is like, "That's the one I'm using in my fashion show." And then um, around this time in the movie, Estella also finds out that the Baroness has this necklace that was her, her mom's that was her mom's before she got murdered so now uh estella's putting everything together like this did this did this did this bitch kill my mom she took my motherfucking took my motherfucking design dress oh you're about to get a lick hit and so the the whole movie jasper and horace once they well once they become adults um in the movie they consistently try to get estella to you know try to plan a plan a robbery get this on, bitch back or at least just plan a robbery on her because they know the value. But um, once they, once all this, you know, hits in the movie, that's when they're like, okay, we're going for it. And at this point, you know, there needs to be a distraction. And what's Estella's the angle? Gonna, yeah, that, yeah, we found that. Yeah, the angle is is uh, revenge. And don't stop. And when. So they need a distraction, and Estella's supposed to be the distraction. How is she going to do that? She was initially just going to go up and just, you know, give out her identity and, you know, just, you know, ruin her career, potential career that she's been, you know, brewing because she does genuinely have talent as a designer. That's that's sort of like the sad part in a lot of what will happen later. Um, she does have, well, it's, it's the beauty of what's going to happen later and the sad part of later, later. Um, oh, my God. We'll get there. And... When she decides that she's going to still be the distraction, she's like, okay, I'm going to, if I'm not going to do it as me, I'm going to do it as another persona. And then so she undies her hair. She, um, quote unquote, fixes an old Baroness design, which what a fucking shit. That's a, that's some dragon energy. Magic carp evolves. It's just like, fuck you like she yeah she just pulls up and she's uh super uh in into what we now see as or what would be cruella um she's she it's shows a bold, up slinky look she comes up in her fucking robe that she sets on fire because she was working on fabric that like instantly inflames mm-hmm. and it won't like cause any harm but i'm um, like hunger game vibes so quickly yes and it 
it's such like a dope like I, if this was a if this was a fucking marvel movie she would have hit a three-point landing when she showed up at this fucking oh yeah baroness like that's how that was the vibe like when she showed up and lit this uh overcoat on or overdress on fire and then she had her all red dress on and and she's back in her black and white hair that's the thing like at this point enough time has passed that no one would recognize you know her if she had this black and white and hair she's got the fucking coolest cane yeah she has this cane walking like she's fucking fucking big daddy cane thank you and she sort of improvises this eccentric personality that you once again recognizes you know glenn close you know Very 101 well. dalmatians but she's also the way she's coming at the baroness it's straight up a dick contest just like oh yeah i've never seen a dick contest with two women that was and it's very much that and it continues that because like so basically that same night at this like gala she's like oh i see that necklace i'm gonna get it back and she's so close to getting it back at one point and i'll cut to like what happens to the necklace but there's a point where her the baroness is like causing a like thing where she wants to get rid of like Estella's character out of the party. She's like, get this fucking hoe out of here. And she hits this whistle on her wrist. And all of a sudden that triggers a brain, like a thing in her brain where she's like, oh yeah, when my mommy got pushed by those dogs, there was, a- this bitch got her dogs on my mom. And so she blows this whistle and in the heat of everything, another, like she, um, Est- like Estella, like pulls her necklace down to the ground. Her little dog grabs it and runs away um, and eventually drops the necklace and bear the Baroness's like go to Dalmatians accidentally swallow it. Mm-hmm. So immediately um, Estella's like on the go trying to run because they're getting like had and everything. And then her and the guys get in the car. Oh, yeah. She hot wires a car like a baller, but an American car. Yeah, this is very much a London movie. And then <laughs> when they're all driving, I was just like that wheels on the left side. What? whoa but for why i was like i mean i guess if, if somebody got an imported card fine i just didn't know they did it like that i'm sure i'm sure somewhere here in america somebody has an imported car that has a wheel on the right side so okay so they're in the car and so estella then like steering wheel i mean sorry is this is the second time and it is not the last time where she found some information about her childhood that she's finding out about the baroness to the guys she's like i just found out something she killed my mom. Oh, fuck. So they're like, okay, so we really got to fuck her up. She's like, all right, but I want to destroy her from like the inside out. I want her make, I want to take her life, like her career. So I love that the game plan is now to be Cruella and outdo this bitch nonstop. Like Kanye her at the VMAs over and over and over again. And she like gets the news reporter people. Um, What's her name? Anita. Anita, who she went to school with. She's like, bitch. She's like, Bitch, you, you trying to cause a ruckus for your magazine? Yes, bitch. You trying to make this white lady upset? You know, and that's what happened. And throughout all of this, you know, great music montage. Like Every it's time. it's this it, like for those of you that watch superhero, like for those of you that watch superhero movies, this would be where there's like just a montage of them just beating general ass. And just being like, yeah, I got my costume, I got my vibe, I'm whipping all kinds of ass. <laughs> like it's that sort of like montage it's where she just montage. keeps upstaging the Baroness. Then Jasper and Horace, they so the dogs, the Dalmatians that the Baroness have, she they swallow the Baroness's necklace, which then 
makes the gang part of like one of their plans. They are going to they steal the Dalmatians and the Dalmatians. They just they just end up chilling at their hideout. Yeah, it definitely starts because Dalmatians naturally are very yippy dogs, Mm -hmm. which like for medium sized dogs, it's kind of interesting to me. But like they definitely are like, hey, this ain't our home. So they're definitely not having it. But I'm glad they do not hurt these dogs without one bit. And they become somehow part of the household. And they like Mm -hmm. watching football games with Horish. Yeah, they just, yeah, they, 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 over the course of their time in the, uh, in the hideout, they, you know, very much become acclimated to everything. And Estella just keeps have, or, or Cruella at this point. Uh, in the movie, because like pretty much once she, you know, dyes her hair back to normal or it just she undyes her hair. Yeah, and she makes it a wig back. for herself. Yeah. Um, she kind of doesn't go back to being a Stella. Like she she does a bit, but it really she is more like Stella a, at work when she's at the Baroness's yeah. job. So you brought up earlier um, that it gets real like by day. I'm a Stella and by night I'm Cruella upstaging my boss. Look at these clothes. Look at these clothes. So they're all um, all the clothes that. Cruella uses to upstage her boss. She gets from a boutique that's ran um, by. Let me see. I found. I had his name up earlier. Um, you mentioned something about the sketchbook. I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do do that. Do that. While I look this up. Okay. So um, Estella is still Estella when she's at work at the Baroness's like uh, studio thingy that she is at on a regular basis. So she has a red wig for that. But so Daryl mentioned that she got caught with like a sketchbook because she wanted to kind of give the Baroness an idea like I'm hoarding ideas from you. Don't you want them? So the Baroness is like watching her on a security cam. She's like, get this fucking hoe. And she's like, oh, I see all these dresses you've been not fucking showing me. And she's like, I want this one and I'm going to fucking wear it. She's like, and like, so Estella plays really good into this idea of just like, oh no, you took my dress ideas. Okay. And what you see over time is Estella has been working and working on like um, taking what looks like giant gold beads and forming it into a dress that kind of oddly looks like a cocoon. And it's going to cut to where they try to do a faux robbery of all the dresses. And we'll come back to that. But like, okay, so the guy that owns the dress boutique. Yeah. So his name is Artie. Um, He's a member of the entourage. Um, He's played by John McCree. Um, I apparently this is one of the things I mentioned earlier. I was like, we'll get into this. Apparently, uh, conservatives mad shitty because a gay fashion designer existed existed in london in the 70s and i'm just like y'all don't you don't even know even know (laughs) they've been here it's almost like you don't want to ignore it's almost like you want to erase history and here's my thing too even watching the movie it wasn't even in your face like that it's not like he it was just like yeah a gay man runs a fucking boutique Okay. Like, yeah, of course. Just, I feel like most boutiques that are fashion driven is run by Faye. And then it's like when when she uh, brings him into like the fold and everything, she tells him about, you know, she, he's one of the few people that she reveals that she was Estella to and then becomes Cruella. And she, even when you she gets brought, he gets brought into like the hideout with all the Dalmatians and everything. He's still him. That's really all. Like, it's just not even. And it's not like he's he, he's not doing anything like sucking dicks or nothing in no Disney movie on camera. <laughs> like he's literally he, he just, just happens. He kind of has Clockwork Orange vibes, yeah. and that's really what it is. It's just that, and hair, and he, you could tell he maybe used hairspray, but it's really just that. Like he's just sewing shit and and having punchlines for the most part the rest of the movie and apparently conservatives mad bad they don't like it 
And it's because like, they don't have fashion sense. They all look like little nerdy hoes. Which I mean, that's fair. They, yeah. That, that, see that, and 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 they salty. Like it was reminds me of that meme where it's like somebody just like wrote up. Mike Pence just saw Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl and had to go run to the restroom to scream into a towel. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so okay, where are we at? They so so th- it's essentially a whole you know. Like so, we do the montage of her upstaging her, which to me, this is like the one scene in the movie to where I was like, okay, I see where they're trying to do Joker. Where um, one of the ways that Cruella upstages the Baroness is that she literally gets like dumped out of a dump truck. It's so funny, and she just pops up in like a dress that had you 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 think so. So the dump truck dumps out like a bunch of just old dresses, and then Cruella pops up in a dress and then she walks to the dump truck and gets you know pops on the back of it you know on like the side pole wherever you see you know the the garbage folk you know pumping in the 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 trash and the dump truck begins leaving and all of these dresses are just a part of the train it's so extra it's very extra it's literal extra and then the uh, camera cuts to a, a front shot and this is like where and it's like her hanging off the side of the car laughing in the wind and I was like here's your Joker scene I was like it's it was 100% like in the dark night where the Joker's hanging out the side of the cop car la- or like just with his hair in the wind smile sort of that's exactly the sort of maniacal it's 100% extra. it was like maniacal I'm out here living and I was like this is where they're getting the, the Joker thing from. yes okay so the whole time baroness is getting like who just fucking bitch showing me up this is very much like two rappers feuding they it's- do a concert she throws a concert in the park uh, as an upstaging event it's really fun um but all during this whole time horace and like jasper are like bitch you like being so fucking rude and she's like i'm not being rude and you're like you're being fucking disrespectful yeah like <laughs> like jasper is like hey we like helping out estella but who the f- fuck are you acting like Like, Like, why don't you turn it off because at one point they end up having a conversation because there's this whole thing about that dress that she had to make for the baroness that has all those gold beads Mm -hmm. and like she stayed up all night making it and it's like very beautiful and the baroness is like oh my god we did such a good job she's like bitch you didn't do fucking shit so during this whole convert like thing where the guys are upset, it cuts to a scene where you see a rope drop down and they both drop down the ropes, which at the end they use it for the credits. It's very they use the silhouette of the guys dropping down on the ropes and it looks like pole dancing. It looks like Montero. <laughs> yeah, it looks like looks like <laughs> just like is Lil Nas X in this movie? <laughs> uh, horny. Anyway. And so uh the the main plan is just like to act like you're stealing the dresses. And that's like they're having this conversation while they're trying to fake steal addresses so the security guy sees it. But they're just like, I don't like it when she acts like this. Yeah, she's being really rude. And cut to the next day where like Estella, who's, I mean, a Cruella comes in as Estella to work. She's like, what's happening? Why is my stuff getting put away? Like, oh, someone tried to, she's like, Cruella tried to steal my shit. Let's like, oh no, someone tried to steal your shit. So she puts all those dresses, even the newest one with the big gold beads, in this like safe oh my god because there's gonna be a new show happening soon a big boy show. And, at, and at this point in the movie the baroness is sort of putting together that cruella might be estella yeah because she's starting to notice like 
a little animosity and, you know, work ethic and whatnot. So around this time, like as soon as, you know, th- th- this this evening gala is happening and well, I think, well, sorry, we, we we're getting ahead of getting ahead. There's there's a con- like man, I'm trying to think, what so happens good. right before that? There's a lot of parts to it. There's a two hour. Like it's a, a two lot. Hour a lot happens in this movie. And really, a lot of it is just based in Jasper and Horace getting punked around by Cruella and dogs. Yeah, and a lot of dogs essentially. Like like a fair amount of this movie is Jasper and Horace just living their best uh mouse hunt life. <laughs> <laughs> is this your lighter? Which one? This one I'm holding. Yeah, but I left it here like a long long I'm long peeling time this ago. off. Is this okay? I mean, yeah, it's not mine anymore. It hasn't been been mine for months. I got to denaked it. I'm trying to think what happened um after they put the cuz they don't real Veal what happens with that dress till later. Right. So I, I was I keep getting ahead of myself so, or, or like mixing mixing a few parts up. So the the time where she has the concert in the park is where uh, the Baroness puts together that Estella and Cruella are one person. And she also thinks that because um, she because when Cruella shows up at this point in the movie, she has this dress that has these black and white spots on it. And so the Baroness is like, this bitch killed my killed my dogs. <laughs> like She um, killed my dogs. I'm going to kill her. Like she's like, I am going to end her shit. Um, and then, you know, that's when the the rigmarole, you know, the, the, she thinks Cruella is going to break into her um, fashion show. She locks up all the the dresses. Yes, all the dresses. And even around at this point uh, in the movie, like once once the Baroness knows that Estella is Cruella, she pretty much is going to murder her. Yeah. And she ends up breaking into uh, the their hideout and she they 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 bring a kidnapped Jasper and Horace and bring them to the hideout and they tie them up. And they're going to fucking set the place on fire. But Cruella gets back to the actual, uh, Stella Cruella gets back to her place. Like, she's going to set, like, like every everybody thinks that they're going to, so, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I keep mixing everything up. Sorry. Okay, what happened? Wait, okay, so I can't remember. So what ends up happening with those dresses in the safe is that, like, those beads weren't beads. They were, um like, uh moth. That, like, so they took moth uh, cocoons and they had a little gold sheeting on them. And so all she had to do was, like, once they all locked in, it ruined all the other dresses. But I can't remember if that was before or after the rock show that they put on with the dog print. Like, I, I want to say that that happens leading to the, the 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 show with the dog print. Because they think that Cruella robbed... They think that Cruella was going to rob her. And then they put everything into the uh, safe and, and then, you know, that's supposed to, she said, like, whenever Estella shows up or whenever, yeah, whenever Estella shows up, like, lock her up in a place because I want to see if Cruella and Estella are going to show up. And then when, you know, they, they can't get into the safe is what happened. Like, they can't get into the safe and they try to open up the safe and then all the moths fly out. And then, you know, that's when you start hearing the music across the street. And then that's when it's, it shows uh, Cruella with the Dalmatian print on. Then that's when she's like, oh, everything. That's right. Sorry, edit. We, we, we might edit this part out. We might edit it together. I'm going to just be like, hey, we got this, is, it. this is the fixed edited version. <laughs> just wanted to put. <laughs> so that way we, we, we know what is right at that point. So, yeah, they all the moths fly out. 
the Baroness deduces everything, and then finds out about everything, and yeah. then she, they, they kidnap Jasper and Horace, or they, you know, they, you know, they subdue them. Stella comes home, sees everything, you sees how the jig is up, and then they're gonna burn Estella. Essentially, they're gonna make it look like those guys. Yeah, did. They make it look like that they're gonna burn Estella. So. With the dogs. And then they yeah, and they set everything on fire. And, they, and you think that she's just pretty much just going to get crispied. But then... Um, bald guy. Bald guy. So the Baroness has had... She has a right-hand man and a left-hand man. And the left-hand right. man, well, I would say, is uh, played by Mark Strong. Um, played by Dr. Savannah, if you like Shazam. Uh, also known as a beefy uh, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> That's, that's not wrong. I know it's <laughs> and, not. Um, uh, so, yeah. So you then learn, like, he saves Estella. And you learn that, dun, dun, dun. Bitch, es- I've been saving you. Estella is the Baroness's daughter. Yeah, okay. So so Estella wakes up the next day after that fire. And she's like, oh, fuck, where am I? And he's like, hey, girl, you almost died. I saved you. And she's like, like, I got some tea. I got some tea for you. So here's your necklace. I know you've been looking for it. She's like, oh my God, why? And he's like, open it. And she's like, oh my God, there's a key in this necklace. And he's like, yeah, open it in this box. And in that box, you'll find some pretty juicy goss. It was a birth certificate. It was a birth certificate. (laughs) So here's what, here's the dealio. So the Baron was like a rich guy and he just was so happy about having a family. But the Baroness was a narcissist and she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm going to be gross. And she was like, I am about to have this life. So she looks at her left-hand man who's like handsome Stanley Tucci and she's like, take care of this little critter for me. Which basically meant like... Wanted to Sparta it. (laughs) She wanted to red wedding her own kid. Um, He's like, that. I ain't about that, ma'am. So he's like cleaning lady hey you work here she's like you know about how she a bitch yeah you want this baby cleaning lady will you please take care of this they like this baby cleaning lady and she does take care of that baby and then in that moment emma stone's just like my mom's a fucking liar and then my real mom sucks yeah that's what she took from all that like she <laughs> she literally was like my mom's a liar and i was like i mean she just didn't tell you you was adopted yet Maybe because you were fucking bullying a lot of no, kids. She, <laughs> like, there was a and, point where she like like that, that gets brought up. She's like, yeah. she, I, I understand why she didn't tell me that because, you know, she probably knew. She didn't want me to be like my mom. She's like, she knew what was going to happen, especially with how I was acting, being extra, beating up children. Extra, extra. And so she, like I said, she, she, she ends up surviving. They, uh, she finds uh, Horace and Jasper. And, and yeah, and and you know everyone acts cool again because they were not cool with her just still acting like a Cruella turd. essentially the entire time. Uh, but she still like she ends up breaking them out of jail, and they end up. She gets really into mustache wearing. Yeah, and they and they essentially want to do another like big big, you know, Hoist. hick. Not hick, sorry. Do another lick. I was trying to say lick and heist. Hick. A, a hick is something. It's a it's a lick and a heist, but but done in overalls. <laughs> <laughs> so, so essentially, uh, there's another gala that the Baroness is throwing, and she wants to reveal that she is the, the Baroness's bitch. daughter. Um, at this gala while they're still planning this, you know, sort of final scheme. 
and this final scheme is pretty is pretty oceans 11 yeah it's pretty oceans Oceans 11 where like in a similar fashion to how estella's mom gets killed earlier in the movie she finesses a uh well so for one the Baroness tries to sick her dogs on Estella, the Dalmatians, and the Dalmatians just fucking stop. Like, oh, you're getting gets, ahead of yourself again. Stop God, it. Oh, I love these are my favorite scenes in the movie. I Sorry. know. Stop it. Okay. So Estella saves her friends from prison. She brings friends to that bald guy's house. And she's like, hey, I'm gonna for the third time in this movie, I'm gonna tell you some crazy info about <laughs> the Baroness. And they're like, all right, bet, tell us. She my mom. Oh, fuck. That explains a lot about you. First off, rude, you guys. Um, so that it's inherent at that point. They're like, all right, we got to really fuck this bitch up because she's been fucking your whole life up. She's like, I know. It's like super hard. So they're like, let's put this fucking heist together. So they have all this time to plan for this gala mm-hmm. where like everyone thinks that Cruella's dead. They're like, oh, she just died in a tragic 70s fire. Oh, no. Not the case. Right. So in the meantime, what's really common with a lot of fashion stuff like that, whoever's running the big thing, sometimes they send out big, expensive dresses to people, kind of like red carpet stuff. So they'll send oh, out. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Corella steps in and makes a bunch of fucking outfits. And when you cut to them finally getting, like, finally set up and ready for this gala, you have Horace pretending to be a guy who's going to be like killing mice and has Twink dressed up as a rat. It's super delightful. And that's how he gets in. And that's how Jasper gets in. And then you kind of see all these ladies, all the guests, they all fucking look like Cruella because they have wigs and they have dresses that all look like her sense of fashion. And it's uh, some real slim shady. Will you please stand up shit? It's really fun. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. And you can just see the face on Baroness's face. Like she's just like, "Uh all right, bitch, I'm going to have to act cool and act like I meant for this to happen as a tribute to Cruella. (laughs) R.I.P. Have some money. Here's some drinks. Oh, yeah, because it's like a charity gala. So um, in the meantime, Cruella, I'm going to start calling her Cruella at this point, is like hiding in the shadows, dressed as Cruella being herself. And she's just like, I'm going to find this bitch out and I'm going to get her attention. Um, So she kind of gets her attention. I can't remember what happens before she goes and finally dresses up as Estella. I think she just, I can't remember. Fuck. I was like, she probably, she, she ends up just having... I, I want like no I'm get, no that's later in the movie. <laughs> nope, it's just not important. <laughs> like so, she ultimately ends up getting the Baroness's attention, and oh wait, I can remember now. Okay, so Jasper and Horace end up locking up all the go-to security guys, and like locking them in the other like part of the house, and so. All the shenanigans happening. The bald guy's trying to help. Everyone's trying to get everything sorted out. Fuck, I cannot remember this part for the life of me. But at one point, she does give get her, uh, bears, the Baroness's attention mm-hmm. as Cruella. She's like, where are my security guys? And they're like, oh, fuck, I don't know where the security guys are. And then I think, oh, yeah, uh, bald guy calls out bit, like uh, the Baroness. She's like, you know, when I told gave you that baby, I told you to take care of it. He's like, I didn't think you meant kill the baby. She's like. You don't know me very well, which, oh my God, this bitch is fucking wiling out. Like you is evil. You're the evilest. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that the Baron died after he thought that the baby girl died. 
like the Baron was important at this point. At this point, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, there's just a lot of details. There's a lot in this movie. I still love it. <sighs> okay, so at one point, uh, Corella dresses back up as Estella and goes outside and she like completely changes her outfit, puts on a wig and has the Baroness meet her outside like with like it's some real Thanos shit just she's still, chilling that's, out that's just hanging out outside I remember just now. waiting the reason she was distra- distracting the Baroness is because she was trying to get that doggy whistle so she at one point stabs her with like a needle to get mm-hmm. her attention and she just thinks it's another like one of the lady guests she and it steals the little whistle and mm-hmm. then gets her attention she's like where the fuck does bitch go so then she cuts to dressed as Estella outside and she blows the whistle. And cause at the time the Baroness has all three of her dogs again and the dogs go outside and they're kind of pulling the Baroness. They're like, what the fuck's happening? And she's like, Hey dogs that are mine, please go jump on that Estella bitch. God. Uh, and they don't because they just, like, they just start taking off at her. You think they are, but then they just, she's just like, no sit. And they all just start chilling. Yeah. And it's just like, ha ha. Cause one, they're used to her now. Cause they lived in her house for a few months. And two, she has the whistle. Anywho, so, um, she calls her ass out about everything. She's like, of course you're my daughter because you're so talented. And like, she's like, you're better than me. Of course. She's like, the only, the only thing there's pure ass gaslighting. She's like, there's no other way that can explain it. The reason you're so great is because I made you. Exactly. The most narcissistic thing. And it hurt me and it made me sad and made me feel very like flashbacks. I was like, your mom's a fucking bitch. (laughs) It's a real bounder. So bounder. Um, so during this point, um, the, Guys, like the fashion guy who owns the boutique, bald guy, are all like, hey, go outside. The Baroness wants you to go outside. And the Baroness and like Estella are talking heavy. She's like, can I hug you? You know, really apologize for all the shit I put you through. She's like, okay. Fucking pushes her ass. Yeah, straight up off of the straight balcony. Straight up. And everybody saw. She's like, she jumped. She tried to take me down. Oh, fuck. It was like. <laughs> and she got arrested. But you know what? Estella, at this point, made a baller move because she turned her motherfucking uh, dress skirt into a parachute. Cause fashion. And as she's falling down off of this balcony, she whoop, shit flies up, has a, has the parachute out. She lightly lands down in the water where Jasper is what, uh, where Horace is waiting with a, with a rowboat. That landing. Okay. First off her and that parachute reminded me of a music video that came out during triple X like that m- movie that came out with Vince, with, uh, mm-hmm, with Vin yep. Diesel. And there was a music video that came out with it and it wasn't good, but there was just a, like two scenes of people going down in parachutes and it was just awful CGI. And that's what it looked like. And she landed so dainty in water. It was <laughs> so silly. Okay. So what happens after this? So now at this point, the Baroness ends up going to jail and there's, there's a lot of uh voiceover that Emma Stone does in the movie as Cruella. Cause the movie she's the very beginning of the movie she explains that she dies and this is she's like this is my story and her voice um throughout the movie she's like she said she's given different exposition doing different voiceovers at this point she then explains like i did die and then you see estella's tombstone and it's just estella who dies and then you see cruella with jasper and horace together and she explains how she made estella leave because she was the Baroness's daughter. If something happened to the Baroness, she would be the heir to whatever happened. 
or um or or just whatever if anything ever happened to the baroness for whatever reason um Stella would get it so because the baroness is going to jail you know her entire fortune gets left to Estella but because Estella is now dead she made in her will it say for everything to be go to be donated to her friend Cruella DeVille who they get her last name from there's a coupe DeVille I want to say it's called a devil or it's, it's pronounced a, or DeVille it's a, or, it's a, or it's a sedan or it's like whatever yeah it's a DeVille and they fix it it's a it's busted up earlier in the movie but like right before the climax <laughs> um they get it wow <laughs> Six nine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, so <laughs> they go and get it fixed up, and it pulls up, and it's you know it's the Cruella Deville car, and like they, if you if you want to do the bit again, Tenna, about the 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 car. This calls a devil. It's called a devil. Deville. It's pronounced Deville. I Dis- did it. Disney, ladies and gentlemen. Disney. So, so then, uh. Yeah, as and even as uh, the Baroness is getting arrested, because they keep showing, you know, they show clips of her getting arrested, and they show Cruella pull up because Estella does the fastest uh, <laughs> costume change after the she fastest. gets after she gets fucking <laughs> pushed off of this balcony and has the parachute. She pops back up as in her Cruella. Uh, disguise or garb, or I guess Cruella is her true self now. Makeup, hair, she Everything. looks like. A lot of times to me, Emma Stone as Cruella looks like Robert Smith from The Cure. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if if they maybe did some futuristic sort of uh, futuristic implications. It's like if David Bowie and Robert Smith from The Cure made a friend. And here we are. <laughs> it's like they made a friend. They made together morphed and made a friend. <laughs> um, so, so as they... Uh, so you know, one of one of the best lines for me is like they they show Cruella again that they got Jasper and Horace. They pull up with the car, and the car has Devil on the front, and it was just like, yeah, Cruella Deville. It's spelled like Devil, but pronounced Deville. <laughs> and part of me wanted to die because as much as I love that line, I can't stand people. Whenever I would go to stores or whatever, and they would ask for my name. Uh, I would tell them my name is Daryl, and there's a very famous Mad TV sketch where there's a dude in the uh, movie theater asking this girl uh, for her number, and and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, my name's Daryl. It's spelled like Daryl, but pronounced Daryl." And anytime I would go get food somewhere and they ask for my name, people say that bit, and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> so, so when he pulled up, it was like, "It's Deville." It's spelled like devil, but pronounced Deville. It put me in a weird place because I was like, <laughs> "Don't you fucking!" <laughs> I ordered my drink. I, I just, I just went to that. I just like that she ended up getting that big ass house. Yeah, and um, Hellman Hall was the name of um, the Baroness's you know, the, the the house that yeah. all this was taken. Um, to, a lot of this took place in, and she ends up getting that. They they don't have to live in the 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 the, the old burn down hideout anymore they get to move into the mansion and as and as they're moving in they are like when she finally gets you know the actual mansion she she takes the man off of hellman hall and it says hell hall 
baller. And I was like, I'm assuming that this is some shit from 101 Dalmatians because their last name's Devil. <laughs> Correct. Is, I was like, I, I get it. I, I'm gonna assume this is this is a Disney thing. Uh, Disney pulls a Marvel thing because they like cut to credits after that scene mm-hmm. with the mansion, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the credits, you like see Anita. And Roger, the old lawyer. So yeah, there was a lawyer in this movie. He is not important. Hardly. He's, he's not that. He's not not. Important. Roger's stupid. It's yeah. It's it, it's the two um, main like, adults from 101 Dalmatians. They're in this movie. I did not know they were them in this movie until literally this post credit scene where he's playing Cruella Deville on the piano, and I was like, oh, that's supposed to be you. Like I knew that. Like I knew that song. And like that one scene, and then um, they show Anita in her in her place, and they both get Dalmatians from the Baroness because her. Uh, well, so for, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the, yeah those da- yeah Cruella, those Dalmatians. So Corella ended up getting the three Dalmatians that were the Baronesses, and two of those dogs met some puppies, and she gave those puppies out to the to Roger and Anita, and so just to remind you that those dogs eventually mate and. So those dogs are related. Disney. <laughs> like, not not anything crazy to in Disney's territory. But yeah, that's what <laughs> That's how it ended. Yeah, that's how it ends with You're like, oh it's cute. Me so make you. Yeah, Pongo and Perdita. So it's a fun, it's a fun movie, you know. It's so good. The whole time I thought I was being annoying because I thought I was talking too much. It was so good though. It was it was very like all the all the music the the all the themes like the same there's a lot of one take scenes in this movie where they would just fall like the cameras would just follow um for a long time and they or just follow one sort of track for a long time and you know action would still happen but they didn't cut away um i loved everyone's performance like er- everyone Killing was it. like no no one to me felt super weak like if i don't know who <laughs> so i don't know who all is isn't is and isn't british in this movie um i know emma stone isn't so really her accent was the one that it i could tell she was doing an accent but it didn't feel like she was doing an accent it didn't feel crazy crazy it, it just definitely felt like yeah you're doing an accent whatever it's not it, it it didn't feel like she was trying to make fun of anyone British, which I was like, that's did, nice. Thank yeah. you. Emma Stone also is one of those people she understands, like, don't break. Like, the minute yeah, you break yeah. from it, she, like, kept, she's very great. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, it was a committed accent. Everybody else, I don't know if you're English or not. So, it, you could, if that's how, if that's just how you sound, that's how you sound. Horace is not British. Horace isn't British? He is not. But the, and the guy that plays Jasper is British. And he, and he is British. Okay, I was going to say, his... Now that you say that, I was going to say, because Horace definitely sounded more like, I'm going to do a Cockney accent. And Jasper sounded more like, I teach at Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) Anita English. Yeah, I was going to say, Anita, I was going to say, Anita's, she barely had lines, but yeah, she was English. The only thing that was super American that stood on this movie was that car. That (laughs) fucking car. That car. Like, that was the one part where I was like, this is, this is taking me out of it. (laughs) Like. Uh, you just hotwired this American car. This movie was good. Yeah, I definitely still like. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I not surprised, but it doesn't surprise me that this version that we get of Cruella, I still would see her growing up to skin dogs. I know that's not or wanting to at least. It, like, as long like the, here's the thing. I this version of Cruella would skin dogs. 
Because it, but it would have to be some specific asshole's dog. It's gonna be late. Yeah, it would have to be later down the line. She would pull Angel from Rent bullshit. <laughs> what was her name? Angel that skinned that dog that killed that dog. Yeah, yeah I was gonna be like skinned. Yeah, the Akita Evita. Yeah, I was like, for me, I was like, wait, what are you? I was like, are who you? skinned a dog? They just she just put, put she drummed to make the dog jump from the twenty third story. So fucked up. So I was like, she did, no one got skinned in Rent. Thank God no like, one got sorry. skinned in this movie. Yeah, but I know, I, I was just going to say, I still feel like she would do that just because... There were scenes where they were like, you're not going to kill that dog, right? Only if it needs me to. Wait. Like, she would say weird shit like that was like... Oh. And she was playing at first, but like, once you... Once everyone is in on her being the Baroness's daughter, it's like, yeah, some of this is in you legitimately. Like, like you fucked up. Like how the Baroness was like, yes, of course, like you're so better. You're so much better than me. You're you're better uh, fashion designer. I'm like, yeah, you're probably going to want to kill. But if you wanted to kill Estella, Estella's at least going to want to wear a few puppies. It like it's in her blood to be fucked up. It's just not there yet. Like The Baroness has very much... Um, what is it? It has supreme vibes. Like I'm going to kill you so you don't absorb my energy. Fuck. Like it's very it's it's almost like mommy dearest, but it doesn't get there quite yet. Um, it's def. Oh god. It's just got that Disney that Disney brand of evil to it, you know. With like you said, mom's that, gotta die, and and it's the origin story of a of a of a dog want to wear her i bet the baroness and the baron both came like because i mean they're a baron so whatever the fuck that is it's money and they probably come from a long line of people having money i want to say it's more like a french duke it's borderline royalty yeah i'm gonna gonna look it up real fast so my whole thing about that is i wonder if cruella is so fucking psychotic and so is her mom because they're incest i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) Wait, so, white people that's y'all I was gonna thing. say wait is that just so you're just assuming they're incest yes oh my god I just had to explain to a co-worker recently that the royal family is a bunch of incest she's like the royal family I'm like yeah they've always done that and another lady came up she's like yeah like they even did that in ancient times like you know like eat Egyptians and stuff like that she's like well that makes sense I'm like why the f-? Tina they did it like rich old white people before Queen Elizabeth did that. That's why their faces are all fucking weird. And I'm so happy that the lady that jumped in with me also, she's like, yeah, t- like for sure. They uh, are all doing incest stuff. And it was really fun to watch someone's dreams get crushed. So Hi, a, Justin. So a baron is essentially a very sort of low ranking uh, rank of nobility. And it's, it's you can sometimes be referred to as lord. Boo. But you're not super high up. I'd rather just. What do you sell insurance? Do you do anything special? No. I'd rather just be a famous knight that has been in a bunch of battles. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be up there with like Martin Lawrence. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Because he was a knight. He was a black knight. I sometimes say jokes just for you. <sighs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> this was good. Everyone needs to laugh sometimes. Uh, I. I like this movie a lot. There was a lot that went into this, like, that was going on. Like, I personally feel like this low-key kind of was shackled by it being a Disney sort mm-hmm. of prequel. Oh, yeah. They could have cursed so much. Oh, fart. Yeah, there was so much that could have been. Yeah, oh, fart. 
<laughs> or like there was just a sleep there was a, a scene um where clearly the baroness wanted to call someone a bitch <laughs> and it and it just cut away from it i was like you oh man she'll just let emma thompson go for it like he's just have it um but yeah it i feel like there was a dope fashion house drama movie yes that was in this movie maybe you want to watch pose yeah it 100 percent makes you want to watch pose and it just was confined to have to fit into the canon of there there of 101 dalmatians like if you would have just gotten rid of the sort of like you could have kept the dalmatians in this movie like with you know with the whole using the kill their kill the you know the puppies or kill, you sorry use it to kill you know the mom and the, the baroness's dogs you could keep them in this movie like that but it just felt like if, if this wasn't a disney sort of like we have to make this a prequel to one of our famous Disney movies. And this just could have been like an evil uh, fashion empire being taken down by like this. Oh, she finds out that she's her daughter sort of story. This, I feel like, could have low-key low been like a Oscar sort of bait movie. It could still win an Oscar, I feel like. I could see this being may, maybe for... Maybe for like fashion, fashion, like for costumes, for like, sure. I'd love, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Emma Stone or Emma Thompson nominated. I, I don't think they would, not because I don't think they deserve it, but the Academy don't like Disney shit like that. Um, hmm. not like this type of Disney. No, shit. it needs to be emotional. They love period. Toy Story. And they, they, they don't love like Toy Story and period pieces. <laughs> I was like, uh, well, this, I would say, hey, yeah, this is a period piece. It's seventies, so they might counts. They might get like, yeah, either like best soundtrack. Or something like that. Definitely directing. May I? I don't see it getting directed. No, you're right. I I would like. I'd like to see. I'd like to see more movies like this get love from the Academy. But the also the Academy's bullshit though. Yeah, the Academy's very bullshit. Um. Anyway, I I'd watch this movie again. I I'm probably gonna watch it later. Probably same. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I are you are you sure you get the movie forever? I thought it was only three months. Justin says forever. All right, well, I'm out. Well, I'm gonna rob y'all shit so I can watch it again. That's fair. Hey, I'm really sleepy. That's fair. We're gonna sign off this episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you can watch Cruella, go watch it. And if you need advice on other movies, go on ahead and email us uh, at spicymagicvibes at gmail.com. Plus your confessions. <laughs> Closing time. Open up. Tennis losing it, y'all. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.